We're live. Let me just double check that we're live. Are we live? Are we live? Uh, yep. Looks Holy like. Holy shit. Holy shit bangs. We're, we're live. Episode three. And there were about two people that listened to us last week. Thank, so you, I thank, thank you for that. We, thank we greatly that. appreciate the Abs- effort. Absolutely. And uh, again, this is sponsored by mum. Thanks, mum. She has supplied us with fairy bread for lunch. <laughs> The hundreds and th- the hundreds and thousands little coating. We should totally do that next week. Shit, yeah, that's what's on for next week's lunch. I mean, you're going out for Japanese tonight. We are going Japanese. I'm not yep. doing the Japanese, but I, I tell you what, I could go for a plate of fairy bread. Fairy bread, yeah. Because back in the eighties, that okay, was I can that, make... that was the that was the shit. Hundreds and thousands, a bit of butter and uh, some bread, mate. That's, that's a cheap lunch for for all ages. That's it. So if you don't know who what this is, this was a podcast between me and my brother. We look at little things that happened back in the 80s and the 90s with gaming and lots of different things. That is my phone. That'll go off randomly. And you know what? Fuck it. Let it do it. I, I agree. Let it do it. That's it. Your so, tone's more amusing than mine. So I'm Retro Dan. This is my brother, Jason Relaxation. We're going to talk to you about lots of different things. You can see he's been relaxing quite a bit. Absolutely. As we both have. <laughs> um, and this is episode three of the Invert the Wide podcast. If you did happen to listen to us last week, thank you very much uh, for your patronage. Uh, we do appreciate it. Subscribe. We did, well, you know what? I wouldn't subscribe to this shit. Because <laughs> uh, we did a pretty bare bones job last week. I don't <laughs> this, think, this week's is probably even more bare bones. Be even yeah. Now, d- don't worry. We do have an episode coming up with Pottery Pete. Pottery Pete's going to be a fantastic episode. He is becoming a national treasure. Because I had, I had quite a few people saying... Yeah, you po- you need some work on your podcast, but thank you know, good on you for getting it out there. Uh, but I tell you what, Kim, we have some more discussion about pottery. So, what am I? Who am I, man? We, mate, what do we, I know? What 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 they uh, the customers uh, they, what, they what want are, it? We have to support exactly right. I don't yeah, know anything about pottery, but he will be coming in for another episode in the near future. So look out for that. This is episode number three of the Invert the White podcast, and uh, we're going to just randomly talk today about. Well, I think one of the things is uh, the 90s. The 90s. I want to talk about the 90s a little bit today. I think uh, lots of people want to hear us talk about the 90s thing. But we're going to start every episode up with a random access memory from the vault deep inside this very disturbed mind that I carry in my little cranium. It's a random access memory, a RAM? It's a RAM. It's a Daniel's RAM. So we're going to go back all the way into some deep, dark recesses of my mind and go back into shit that happened. Are we ready for the ram? I'm ready for the ram. I'm always ready for a good ram. Oh, f- <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> and after the pottery last week with tubes and pipes and things going through tubes and that, <clears throat> there was a lot of ramage. With pottery, Pete. With pottery, Pete. So let's start it off, as we always will, with a Daniel Ram story. Bring it on. Do we need to do the timing thing for the fucking jingle? No, I'll, I'll, I'll figure that shit out later. You'll figure it out? I'll figure that shit out later. Now, listen, this is the other thing from last week mm. I noticed, and I'm guilty of it, the potty mouth. Not the pottery mouth. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. We, we sound, so, we sound we, like we grew up we in did mouth. Have, we did have... Uh, listen, this is the other thing, too. We are now on Spotify. We are now on... iTunes. iTunes. YouTube. And, and we do load this junk friggin' podcast up to YouTube. So if you want to look at our beautiful faces, I, I recommend you don't do that. Don't do it. Don't look at YouTube. Um, ignore YouTube completely. Just go to Spotify or iTunes. Um, all the cool kids do that these days. But I did notice there was a lot of 
F-bombs in the previous podcast. It did so happen to show up as the second key word. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually ran the podcast through a, through an Azure service, which is basically for, for transcoding. Uh, well, basically for looking at the transcript that we came up with as we as we were speaking, and it highlights key words. And the second key word that it discovered automatically was the word fuck, followed by fucking. Um, so we, 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 we seem to have a bit of a potty mouth, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe people uh, vote in as to whether or not they want us to go on with that potty mouth. I can't help it. I get... I get animated. I get I get angry at, at stuff, and it just comes out. Things like Bethesda make me sad. They just they do, I'm going to try really hard this week, man. I'm going <clears> to <throat> refrain, but I bet I last like five seconds, <laughs> and I'm just into it again. I bet I just forget, and I'm into it again. I can't help myself. But anyway, let's get into Irena Max's memory this week, sponsored by my deteriorating brain. I want to go all the way back because this is a very new podcast, mm. Jason Relaxation. I want to go all the way back to 1979. Wow, it's before my time. You weren't even born. I man. wasn't even born. And this is not even a Smashing Pumpkin song. Wow. Uh, I want to go back to the very first thing that I remember. Now, I remember, see, I was four years old. So do the math as to how fucking old I am. There's your first F born. <laughs> go all the way back. I was four. So I'm done. I'm, I'm finished. Yep. In 2019, it's over for me. But the first thing, I remember 1979 as being the first year that things happened. Hmm. And the very first things, but one particular thing that happened that blew my mind out of my socket happened in 1979. And I want to go through it a little bit, so bear with me. Now, this will also tie into another segment I want to bring onto the podcast, which is Dad stories. Oh, okay. Because yep. we got a few. Oh, we got a few. Of we those. got a few. But this is going to tie in nicely with that, right? Yep. Okay. Right. So in 1979, I was four years old. We lived uh, in a different part of town to where we live, where Mum and Dad live now. And by the way, this is not Mum's basement. This is her garage. It's basically mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? It could be. It could be. Right. But back then, they they moved in 1980. Um, before you were born. Yep. And so 1979 was the last year that we lived in this particular part of town. It was a very suburban part of town. It was a very, uh, I guess, um, established area. And it just so happened there were a lot of kids my age that were kind of growing up in that area around that Mm. sort of time. And so it was very, very common to wake up in the morning and a couple of things would happen. The very first thing that I remember happened, this will this. I remember this now as I'm thinking about it. I would get up in the morning. I think it was on Saturdays back in 1979. But there was a show I loved. It was called Space 1999. Space nine. Space 1999. Google the shit out of that. Space 1999. That, that, this was a, an right. amazing show. Now, it actually originally aired in 1976. But I was obviously too young for that. So, 76 it aired. There we go. It only had two seasons. And... It never came back in any way, shape, or form. Long story short, they put all the Earth's toxic shit on the dark side of the moon and they established a base. Mm. But something went wrong on the moon and the moon got blown out of orbit from the Earth and got was hurtling into space. And I think the space station was uh, 
Alpha 1 or something. I want to say it was Alpha... Knocking, see, knocking the moon out of orbit and sending it as well as 311 inhabitants. 311, also a very good band, by very the way. Very good band, yeah. And so this was... Moonbase Alpha, there you go. Moonbase Alpha, okay. So this yeah. was, it was based on this Moonbase Alpha. This show blew my mind because it had these uh, ships called Eagle Landers. Now, I can remember, I actually had an Eagle Lander as a kid. Now, I'm not going to blame you for burning it because you didn't even get it. It didn't even make... I didn't make it didn't make the move to the new house. Yeah. So I didn't have the opportunity. No, you to, didn't have a you didn't you could have burnt the shit out of it, but yeah, you didn't. I would have right? loved to have. You could have. Yeah. Right. And this this show was frigging amazing. Um the first season was pretty bare bones and dry, but the second season was cool because it had like this uh her name was Maya. I thought it was originally Maya. Mm. It might actually be Maya. It might have been pronounced Maya, but it's spelt Maya, M A Y A. Yep. And she was a transforming alien. Cool. And she was hot. Fair cool. Right. So four years old, probably wearing my nappies. I appreciated what Maya was doing. <laughs> right. You can probably call up the images if you go to the images on the Wikipedia. Uh, yep. Just so I'm not pulling <clears throat> well, com- I, I, it's complete probably... shit out of my ass. Yeah, fair enough. So I'll look for Maya. Yeah, Maya. Maya. Typically, it's pronounced Maya. That's her. Okay. She had these weird eyebrows and she had these 70 sideburns, but she was a transforming alien. Okay. They actually made a bloody doll out of her. Fuck, you need to get on eBay, mate. Oh, well, that might be a very much, very valuable collectible. I reckon. And I'm into my collectibles. But she was a uh, transforming alien or she had some kind of powers. And I I remember this vividly. Waking up on a Saturday morning... Watching this on a probably a twenty six inch Sony Trinitron CRT TV <laughs> back in the back in nineteen seventy nine, it blew my friggin' mind. This was unbelievable, right? And she yeah she she had she could transform into that thing that bug eye creature creepy ass motherfucker. Yeah, she you wouldn't want to mess with her because she was pretty pretty bad. But she had these weird eyebrows and all that sort of stuff. But she wore that pretty cool. Look at those boots. That's yes, that's some uh, unreal boots, man. They'd be trendy now. Oh shit! Yeah, she was ahead of her time. Mm. Nineteen seventy-nine. Well, I mean, this like so two seasons. I think it originally aired in seventy-six. Maybe the second season was seventy-seven. They made a friggin' Maya doll. Yeah, I'm gonna eBay the shit out of that. You should I'm, eBay the shit. Out I'm, I'm gonna try and find out how much that is. But I used to get up and watch this show, and I loved it. And there was a thing called. See if you can find an image of the Eagle Lander. Because the, the Eagle. Yeah, Lander. it was called the. I'm sure it was called the Eagle Lander. Eagle Transporter. That's it. The Eagle Transporter. And the Eagle Transporter was... that. That's it. That's, it looked really unique. And I, I actually used to have a model of them. And I you could actually buy them. I think they may have been made by Matchbox, I believe. It could, I could be wrong. Mm. But you could buy these things in a... Like as a... Either a model. And you could buy them as a... Like a... Almost like a Matchbox type of car. And that's the Eagle Transporter. It's a pretty shit hot... Yeah, uh, so that used to be kind of like the second Thunderbird. There there's your there's your preassembled. Model okay, kit. so you could buy you, them. You I, can still buy it. Okay, there you go. You can. I've actually seen them as late as like the nineties. Yeah, and early two thousands in model shops where you could buy them. Three hundred bucks. Should you play? No, I got. I want to try and make myself cool, man. In these <laughs> later stages of my life, I don't know if I can do it. But okay, so here's the here's the thing. They used to have a bit like the Thunderbird number two. Mm. They'd have like this bit in the middle of it, right? Okay, yeah. So this thing, 
There we go. That's how freaking cool we are. So remember how the Thunderbird number two used to have, it used to drop. It does it. Okay, that one does it. That one does it. Okay. Yep. Well, that used to do it too, but yep. it used to do it on the show as well. Okay. Right? But this would have been before Thunderbirds? Oh, this is after the Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds was like 60s, very late 60s. So they okay, go- Again, Google that. I could be wrong. Jeez, man. But okay. going back to this, hmm. right, that used to have like a really, it used to make a really loud as it used to land and it cool. used to take off and it used yeah. to have jets come out. Oh, it was fucking badass motherfucking thing. Hmm. That's fucking three <laughs> F-bomb, four F-bombs. There you go, cop that. I can't I can't control myself. I'm on a fucking roll. That's five, Woo. right? So that there was pretty badass mm. and I loved this show. And it was, as I didn't know this at the time, but it was very short-lived and it was obviously on repeat. So mm. here's the thing. I used to get up in the morning and I used to watch this show um, I think it was on Saturdays, and I remember this very vividly in a very, very old, back then, Sony Trinitron color CRT TV. Now, there was a whole neighborhood, bun- there's a whole bunch of these kids in the neighborhood, and it was led by this kid called Gary the Asian. Gary the Asian. Gary the Asian. Now, in 1979... That I'll was g- perfectly appropriate back in... Well, you could... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you. In 1979, I'd never seen an Asian before. I don't mean to be funny. I'm no, not, no. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be funny, no. and I'm not trying to be racist. Mate, to be honest, I I, I think we had one Filipino in high school. Well, we, right when we went, we never went there now. <coughs> yeah, and things are very different now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not trying to be funny, but he was much older than us. I think he was. Uh, he was probably maybe nearly in his teens, hmm. and uh, he had a younger brother who was a little bit older than me as well. His younger brother was probably about six. And the older brother, I think there was three kids, and the, and the older brother was Gary the Asian. That's what we used to call him. He used to call me Danny the Cracker. Danny the Cracker. Right? Because like, he goes, you always tell jokes. And I don't know what fucking jokes I was saying at the age of four, but if it impressed him, he wasn't really destined for a career in comedy, I'm just saying. But he he used to lead us kids in, in the neighborhood, and he was kind of given the responsibility of us not getting into trouble. Fair enough. Right? And so here's the thing. All of us would get together. We used to live on a cul-de-sac, right? And it was his job to make sure we wouldn't get run over by a car. Not that mm. there were many cars back then, but you didn't want to get run over by like a... Child safety back in the, the late 70s well, and 80s where parents just well, no set one, off you go. Well, no one gave a fuck. Yeah, no one gave a fuck. But he's, yeah. Well, he's, I'll go you one better, right? And this will blow your mind because mm. you won't believe this. Back then, it was not uncommon that you'd end up at someone else's house for lunch or for dinner. Yeah. Right? So you'd... Walk to your friend's house. We used to do that. Right. Yeah, but it was more where I, where we used to grow up mm. in the old house. And we and you'd go to someone else's house for, for lunch and the, and their mother would ring our mum and go, oh, he's here for lunch or whatever. He wants to stay for dinner and you'd be over there for dinner, right? Mm. And that was very, very common. And so there was always an older kid that was out look, making sure that you wouldn't get into shit and all that sort of stuff. And we didn't wander very far, really, but we were in the neighborhood and mm. there was always someone around to make sure someone was making yeah, sure we were okay and not getting run over by a fucking you know, Mitsubishi Sigma. <laughs> well, they're a, we, de- they're a death trap. Those well, Dad used things. to have one. It was called the yeah. Whistler. The Whistler, because it used to sound like it whistled as it yeah, went past. Yeah, because the aerodynamics uh, were so shit in it. Yeah, it used to, mate, they... I, you could probably Google it. They were called the Whistler. The Whistler. Yeah, because they used to have such poor aerodynamics as as they used to come down a road, you hear them whistle. I can't whistle for shit, but that's what they used to do. They were called the they were called the Whistler. He used to have... Because well, no, no one will fucking shit on Mitsubishi, but they used to have a very old... It was a 1979 mm. when he got his one. It was a yellow one, right? 
It was a 1979 Sigma. There, it's on the search string. And this was a yellow one. That's it. That's it. That's a gold one. But he used to have, that's it. But he used to have a green, uh, a yellow one. There's a yellow one right that's there. That's it. That's it. Right? The only thing I don't remember about that car is whether or not it had the, the hood ornament. I don't think it did. No. Nah. And actually, I that think. That was for the higher model. Yeah. And I think they used to be known as Chrysler's. In the in the US, in, no, no, here. Okay, and then they and then Mitsubishi took the yeah, Chrysler. Yeah, I was on the thing. I didn't mm. even see it. Then that then Mitsubishi got hold of the brand, or they bought Chrysler out, or mm. something happened. I think Chrysler got bought out by Mitsubishi or something. Could be wrong. I haven't googled that shit. But they were originally a Chrysler, and when he got it, it was known as a Chrysler Sigma. And then later on, he got another one in 1982. Right, because he used to get them every three years. Mm. He got another one in 1982, and it was a Mitsubishi Sigma. Ah, okay. Right, but that was his first one, and it was that color. But that particular- that's actually a fairly cool looking car. No, it was fucking shit. Oh no, it's a pile of shit. But it, yeah, yeah that color looks pretty schmick for the day. Well, it's very 70s. Like, yeah. here's the thing about the okay in the 70s. I'm not being funny. You needed sunglasses to walk into people's fucking homes. What color was Mum's kitchen bench? Bright green. <laughs> And in and in the old house, that's in the new house. That's in she the, had a chance to change her ways, but no, fuck, she went fucking. She went green. That's what ten f bombs. Fuck it, eleven. She she had she had the bright green laminics in in the eighties when we moved to the new house, but in the old house it was bright orange. Fuck. Now I'll give. This is going to blow your mind. This is where I'm leading to this story, this Ram story, right? So we used to have a group of kids that would look out for each other and you'd end up in other people's homes. Now, I made very good friends with a kid exactly my age and his house used to back on our house, mm. right? So it used to be like a... was that is that adjacent where that house is there? And yeah, fucking this, close enough. Right? Yeah. And we got in good with a, with a family because uh, dad and his dad would build a ladder mm. so we could go climb over, over the, the top. Climb over the fence, yeah. right? And it wasn't like the new house where there was barbed wire. This was suburbia. It was like a proper wooden fence yep. or something. And it just saved us walking around the street. Anyway, you'd go over there all the time. So I would wake up in the morning and I'd, and I'd watch Space 1999 <laughs> or some other such shit. But it was usually... Mind sp- you, shit didn't change for a long time because we were watching Robotech first thing oh, in the morning. Until- well, that's another story, <laughs> Robotech. We won't go down that fucking rabbit hole. Because that's a big rabbit hole. You don't that's want to open that. Min me. And I'll, 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 well, that that's in my uni years in the nineties. I was yeah, watching. That's Robo what I mean. Things shit didn't change for twenty plus years. Not at all. But this is <laughs> this is a Ram story. Yeah. That's an origin story. Mm. This is where it all began. My my the the origin well, story. This is the origin. This is the origin story. This is how my uh, OCD ways kicked in. This is the insanity that became my general behavior patterns. And this is where I think my very first experience that I remember of my mind being absolutely fucking blown, mm. right? And yet, Space 1999 attri- contributed to it. But we used to go to this guy's house. And this this kid, right, He's uh, he, had, uh, he was the oldest of two. And so he had a younger brother. And his younger brother used to freak me the fuck out. Because his younger brother, I used to go home and go, Mum, what's wrong with Todd? And she'd say, what are you, what are you on about? I go, well, what's wrong with his hair? And she says, what do you mean? I go, well, why is his hair fucking bright red? Did he paint it? I'm not being funny. 
I'd never seen a redhead before. <laughs> this was 1979. There were things I didn't see. I'd never seen an Asian before, and I'd never <sighs> seen a, a kid with ginger hair. Now, off. Now here's the fucking ironic thing. That's mm. God got back at me because I lost all my hair, yeah. but he kept it, obviously. I'm sure he's probably got beautiful red locks as I speak. I don't know where he is now, but back in 1979, <laughs> he had bright red hair. Now, what didn't strike me at the time was that, was that his mum mm. had bright red hair. Nah. Right? Now, okay, that's genetics being passed on from... You yeah, know, sure. But, but his mum had bright red hair, and he had bright red hair. Now, here's the other thing. Right, and I'm not making this up. Mm. He had a funny eye. Mm. He had one of those eyes that would look at you but not look at you. A lazy eye. No, it gets fucking even <coughs> more bizarre. Yeah. And I could never work it out. So I used to go over there and hang out with his older brother because his older brother was my age. But his younger brother freaked me out. Because his younger brother was probably... If I was four, I think his younger brother was about maybe two. Mm. I remember him being a to- like a toddler, being in nappies and shit. Because I thought I was big and tough, burn four. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Fair anyway, that's how yeah. I, that's how I roll. And uh, I'd go home to mum. There's no bullshit. And I'd say, mum, what, what's what's wrong with uh, this kid? And she'd say, what do you mean? I go, how come he's got this funny hair? She goes, what are you talking about? I go, why is his hair that color? And she'd say, well, that's his color. He's got red hair. And I go, what's wrong with his eye? His eye doesn't look at you, but it kind of. She goes, oh. She didn't really explain it, but she kind of tried to like make it nice. Mm. But she said, "Well, he lost his eye." Okay, so he, had, he, he had, had an artificial. He eye. had an artificial yeah, eye. Okay. Which let me put it to Shit you: at that age, fuck well, it, it's pretty. <clears throat> I feel pretty bad about this. Mm. This is I've never said. Any, I've never told anyone this. I've never mm. told anyone this. This is a fucking podcast where I come and I tell people shit that I've never told anyone before, but I tell fucking the internet now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right? That's all right. We only got like four listeners. We've got like four <laughs> listeners. Who gives a fuck? One of them's mum. <laughs> now, sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Here's the thing. I couldn't work it out. Mum's saying, well, he had an accident and all this mm. stuff. But the word on the street amongst us kids was that a magpie had taken his eye. <laughs> and I believed it. I believed it so much that up until the age of 35, I used to think that birds would attack your eye. I'm not fucking making <laughs> this up. Because I, I remember I used to, we used to play golf. Yeah. Right? I used to play golf. Yeah, magpies used to come and swim. And magpies yeah. would come in the spring and they'd take your golf ball and yeah. they'd, they'd zoom up and, you know. They're assholes. So yeah. I used to think, well, fuck, if they can do that, they could have taken this kid's eye out. I believe, yeah. I believe this shit so much. That shit could totally that, happen. That years, yeah. years and years later, I'm talking when I got in my 40s and randomly I'm talking to mum about this mm. shit. She says, no, 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 he didn't lose his eye. A bird never attacked his eye. Where'd you hear that shit? I go, Gary the Asian fucking said it. <laughs> Can't be trusted, Gary the Asian. I don't know where he is now, but he's, he's fucked now. He's in his 50s, so he's, <clears throat> who knows what he's fucking. But the thing is, I believed it. <clears throat> I believed it. Hook, line and sinker. Hook, line and sinker. <laughs> that a bird had taken this poor kid's eye out, right? And I said, well, mum, what, what happened? And she goes, oh, you know, he had this growth mm. behind his eye and they had to remove it it's tragic mm. it really is sad and it's even sad to think that in 1979 who knows what that eye looked like now because it wasn't like fucking 
Nexus Six with you know well, in, in, they, in bloody I, what do you call I'm it? Assuming they Blade up, Runner. It wasn't like Blade yeah, Runner with that, that eye doctor's making the artificial eyes yeah, with the tubes in his. Yeah, but I assume that they've uh, upgraded them as they go Maybe, along. Maybe, but right? that Surely. poor kid, man, he would have copped some shit. I mean, we never teased him. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, we never teased hmm. him. He always came with us. He always hanged out. He was the coolest kid, hmm. but I could never work it out. And I always thought this this fucking bird had taken his eye. So is that why we used to paint our stack hats with uh, yes. eyes and shit? I was scared shitless of birds because I was because you'd go for a bike ride in the spring and these magpies would be Come hovering swimming, around, yeah. and I used to think these fucking birds yeah. took this kid's eye out. Yeah, I kept it to myself. <clears throat> so I remember vividly you you painting eyes on the back of your yellow fucking the, stack, the stack hat. hat. Well, the stack hat was an eighties thing. You yeah. used to ride your bike, yeah. right? And I I didn't have a very cool bike. I had mm. a rally. And mm-hmm. I really wanted a BMX, but we didn't get we didn't get a no, fucking no, no, BMX, no. right? Fuck this thing. Anyway, like I'm thinking, well, I, I really want a BMX. That can just go down like that. that. You know what? That's Pottery Pete. That's Pottery Pete. Pottery Pete's here, everyone. That's pot- it's Pottery Pete standing. He's stand. He's just there. But I. Uh, oh fuck! Just it. put it on the table. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> but for years I really, really believed that that's what happened to this kid. Now one day when we were a lot, lot older, and we'd moved, and we hadn't seen these kids for so long, so many years, that I got mum. I was painting my bloody uh, stack hat because mm. if you remember in the eighties, I 80s, can remember it vividly. Okay, in the eighties, there was really only one helmet you could ride, a big ass stack hat, where big, you made your head so motherfucking heavy right. and that kid, you would be struggling. That's through. right. And kids, yeah. would, and kids used to tease you because yeah. they'd go, "Oh, we, we, which we were in a stack hat, you fucking wimp, you fucking poof." Yeah. Oh shit, can't say that. <laughs> fucking demonetized. Anyway, who gives a fuck? That's what twenty f bombs now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh friggin', I, I've said the wrong. I've said something about Jesus. Oh, that's. A, Oh, my God. Anyway, I believed it, and I was painting eyes on the back of my stack hat, and you're right, because mm. mum would come out, and she goes, what, what, are, the you fuck pa- are, you what are you doing painting eyes? On-? I said, because I don't want the birds to attack me and take my eye, because I slipped up. Yeah. And she says, what do you mean, take your eye? Your eye. And I said, don't you remember that kid that used to live in the old house? His eye got taken by a bird. She goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> I gave that kid with the red hair, and I used to hang out with his yeah. older brother, the bird came and took his eye. And she said, who told you that? I go, Gary the Asian. <laughs> and she says, who's Gary the Asian? And I said, well, Gary, the, you remember the older kid that used to live behind, you know, back at, near the Fords? Because there used to be the the Fords used to live on the on the left hand. They had mm. older kids that had left and had yeah. gone, got married. This is back in, the, uh, in 79, so they're fucking old now. They're mm. fucked. But... They they were over here. So Gary mm. and and the and the uh, Asian people, the Asian people. Well, generic, Chinese, generic Asian. They're Chinese, I believe, <coughs> but they were very much Australianized. Yeah, like they grew up here. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. But I'm telling you now, I'm, don't be to be funny. I'm mm. not. I'm not trying to be racist. I, you know, <laughs> well, you go into it. <laughs> but you didn't in that part of the world. There wasn't that many back then. No, there was a, right. Absolutely. There wasn't. Yeah. So flash forward. Fucking twenty plus years later, I'm painting my stack hat in the in the garage in the in the newer house, and she says, "What do you?" I go, "Well, the the birds will come and get." And because I was playing cadets at golf, mm. right? We both were. We both were playing golf every Saturday, yeah. and you would see the bloody magpies in yeah. the spring and summer. They'd swoop down, take your golf balls, and and take them up into the tree. And so I'm thinking, they fucking took this kid's eye out. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I told this to mum, and she's like, "You idiots." <laughs> You're an idiot. And she told me he had a like a thing mm. growing behind his eye, like a growth. 
and they had to remove his eye. He lost his eye, this poor kid. This poor kid. Don't you feel like a prick? I feel fucked. I feel terrible. I've admitted that. <laughs> I've admitted that. But anyway, that's not the Ram story. That's more of a confessional. Yeah, it's a confessional. That's Fair a enough. confessional. Yeah, yeah. It's a very long fucking Ram story. Oh, gee, we fucking... We've got nothing else to talk about. So anyway, <laughs> we'd go to, I'd go to this kid's house mm. after, watch, after watching Space 1999, and there were a couple of things that blew my mind. The first one was I used to have red carpet. Trendy. That's 1979. You had to wear sunglasses in this joint. They had red and green carpet because they had... Now, if you, I don't know if you you wouldn't remember, but in the 70s and the 80s, particularly the 70s, it was very, very common for people to do an extension. They'd call it a rumpus room. Yeah, yeah. And they had a rumpus room. And in that rumpus room, they used to have these green uh, carpet tiles. Yep. And they used to have this bouncy ball thing, this... Uh, uh, you used to bounce on it. Yeah, it used to have the two and handles. Two like handles. This. Yeah, it was the shit, folks. And yeah. you used to jump on that. But this kid also had something in the seventies, which was absolutely un. It was the shit. He used to have a green machine. A green machine. A fucking green. Google that. Green a green machine. machine. A green machine was like this uh, bike thing, like a tricycle thing. They were the shit. Green. But he'd machine. grown out. That's that's that, that. That's him. But now fucking Huffy's got on board of it. So now it's cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's not the original. That, that's the modernized version. That's the modernized version, modernized of, it. version yeah. of it. But the green machine was the shit. That's the newest. That fuck. This is all new shit. But they used Look to at this fucking thing. Well, that well, that's it. They used to, that. Well, wasn't that's it's, not it's it. motorized man. It's got yeah, see, this, they, they've modernized this shit. But the green machine in the seventies was unbelievable, and he had one. This is what this house blew my mind. This is not the big one though. I'm mm. getting to the big one. But he had a green machine. Actually, I'm trying to rem- That's more like it there. This one, yeah. Yeah, that one. But that's probably even more of a modern version because I don't remember those those things. I remember more of it being a well, steering. That's, it looks like it's to propel it. Yeah, that's that's a bit more of a modern one. But the concept's the same. Yeah, same sort of thing. And yeah. the green machine was big business. Every kid in the 70s wanted a green machine for Christmas. I'm telling you now, right? Even more than a, mm. than the Atari. They wanted a green machine. And so he had a green machine and he had one of those bouncy balls. He had yeah. two of them. He had a blue one and he had a green I remember one. Remember the bouncy balls? Yeah, his brother had one and and and, uh, and, and he had one. Hmm. Now, here's the thing that blew my mind. I always would have dinner there and they'd have cordial for dinner. As you do. And I'm talking... Dad would never let us drink okay, that Okay, that's yeah. the thing, right? Because, again, 70s, no one, yeah. gave, no one gave a fuck about Nutrition in the sense. It was no such Dating. thing, mate. It wasn't a science back then. It was have some fucking sugar and be sh- just shut no, up. No one gave a fuck. No one was keto- so, No, nobody was ketogenic back then, mate. Or vegan. Or vegan. Or whatever the fuck. So here's the thing. I'd have cordial at dinner and then I'd go home and go, hey, mum, they've, do you know what they had for dinner? And she's like, what? I go, they had cordial. And dad's like, we're not having that shit here. <laughs> but right. he was drinking, uh, it was, it was, it was like a Pepsi thing. <laughs> Yep. But it was, I think it was Tab. Tab. Back in the, fucking, this is going, but mate, I'm talking Tab. Mm. And I'm telling you now, back in those days, things were very different in the soft drink business. Because they used to have, you know how you got the PET bottles? Yeah, yeah. Well, back in those it was days. glass, right? No, no. No. It was, it was uh, plastic, but they used to have a plastic cup on the end of it. A black one. Mm. And then sometime in the... I remember that. They did too. Yeah, and then yeah. sometime in the 80s, they said, fuck, that's costing us too much. So they took that off and they just used to leave it as the, yeah. the, the four 
Well, the five four little the, feet. Because those feet. little feet used to go into a pl- plastic right. cup to give it a flat that's bottom. That's right. They used to have a plate. Yeah. All right. And then they said that's too expensive. And so yep. now, to this very fucking day, if you go into a supermarket and you see that with the feet, yep. they, that used to be covered in a, th- in a plastic to give Bowl, it a flat bottom, right? Yeah, for stability. And I remember because yeah. we in in 1983 in third class we used to make triariums, mm. right? We used to take those bottles in and we used to cut the top of them, and then we used to put like a fern in there and yep. then we'd tip them over and put the plastic thing on top. Mm-hmm. I fucking remember. So anyway, they they used to drink cordial. Dad was like, "Oh fuck that, but fuck." <laughs> This is a Pepsi household. Have you ever wondered why we swear so much? Oh, I'm sorry. What, what are we up to? 50 now? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'll do the statistics it later. It makes no difference. All right, fuck it. Hmm. So anyway, he, he used to say, no, this is a Pepsi household. Go fuck off. And if it wasn't Pepsi, because mm. things were desperate, they used to drink Tab. Mm. And back in those days, the cans used to have the two the two tabs, yep. the two punchy things. Yep. It wasn't like... The ring and you we go, get, like, no, yep. it wasn't like that. That technology had not the been. The technology wasn't nope. there yet. That, so you used to have the big hole and the small hole. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about holes right. again. Pottery Pete, where Pottery are Pete, you? where are so you? So you used to punch the, uh, I think you used to punch the small hole first. Yep. To get the, 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 the gas out and then you'd punch the big hole. Yep. But you'd always fuck it. Someone would always like get the, the big hole and the and the gas would come out and you know, mm-hmm. fucking disaster. It was, I think people lost their eyes over it. That's why they changed to the, the ring thing. <laughs> Like that poor redhead kid I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, the thing is, they used to have cordial, and I'd never had cordial before. Mm. It blew my mind. Now, here's the big thing from a collectible point of view, right? Back in 1979, this blew my mind. They used to follow VFL. Yep. So for those of not you... Not AFL. For those of you right? that are not in our country, Aussie Rules Football. Aussie Rules Football. Yep. And this was before Sydney had a team. Before the Swans, yeah. Before yep. the Swans. So they were North Melbourne? What were they no, back they then? They were South Melbourne South Bloods. Melbourne, that's it. So South Melbourne was still around at, in 1979. They came up in 81, I think, or yep. maybe 80, 81. So this is before then. And so these are highly... I, if I could go back in time now, if the DeLorean mm. picked me up, I'd go back to their house in 1979 because they both had these plushies. Because one of them supported Hawthorne, mm. so he had the hawk. He yep. had a big fuck-off hawk. It was about this big. Yep. Must right? have been a massive bogan. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one supported the Melbourne Demons. Okay, even better. And it was a demon yep. holding the fork. That's unreal. Oh, f- mate, it was the shit. And I was like, oh, man. So I, I didn't even know what a, uh, VFL was. Mm. Because Dad wasn't even watching it. Yeah, we only have really had one uncle that was very Yeah, we'll get to that yeah. at another time, mm. right? But so they had that. Here's where my mind was blown. I'll never fucking forget it. This is when my start of my obsession behavior began. So we went out to the the, the, the living room, and mm. it was a very small... I mean, back then, houses were very small compared yeah, to what they Yeah, of course they, they were, right? though. Yeah. So we went out, out to the front room, and they had a normal TV, like a rank arena or something, and it was like a big fucking CRT, and it had the wood grain on the side of it. Because back then, folks, everything was wood, wood grain to make it premium. Yeah. Right, and so it had the it had the the it was on legs, like a big, as most TVs as, back as then. They, were, yeah, on they legs. used to put the little imprints in the carpet. That's right. So fucking heavy. That's right. Yep. Right, and on top of the TV, I'll never forget it. Mm. Was a VHS video cassette recorder. Fuck me. Fucking fuck. Jeez. 19... V- VHS, not Betamax. No, nah, not Betamax. So VHS yeah. back in the 1970s. Yeah. Do you now, now, keep it to yourself, do you now see how this is going to loop around or be a dad story? I can absolutely see, see this being a dad story. Okay. Yeah. So, they had 
on top of this TV a ginormous video cassette recorder. And I'm talking big. I wish Pottery Pete was here because mm. he loved it. He'd probably show. remember it. Yeah. yeah. They had a. I don't know what brand it is. It might have been a. There weren't that many around. J, I think it was a JVC. Yeah, because they were one of the first. Well, JVC. They would have been the premium. Yeah, they were one of the well. first manufacturers of the VHS format. Yeah. So it was a big thing, and it used to have. It used to be top loaded. It mm-hmm. wasn't like. Yeah, so the thing used to pop up. Yeah, and you go, so it was like a proper, yeah. like a yeah, like a cassette player. Yep. And you put the cassettes in, and you'd lower it down. The other thing was it had proper mechanical uh, switches. Fuck so man. if you wanted to yeah. play it, you had to go. Yeah. You had to press like, down like a tape on player. like a tape player, yeah. right? For those children out there listening to the show, a tape player. Well, is... they don't listen. No one fucking listens to us. It's a shit <laughs> podcast. People have got better things to do than listen. I to certainly this. hope they got better things to do. Fuck me. Anyway, you 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 press it down. <laughs> yep. Right, and it would make the cassette player or it would fast forward or rewind and all that shit. And of course, because it was premium, it was also in wood grain. But this was a big fucking thing. And it also had the... Uh, you can just imagine the pressure on the floorboards. Oh, it was huge, man. <laughs> the TV. But it also fucking... had those... What do you call those? Yeah. It, needles? Yeah, what... I don't... Audio needles? Yeah. What do you call it? Well, the output. It's basically the telling output. you the... Yeah, yeah, so like a thing as it... As uh, when, yeah, next time we see when, uh, Pottery Pete, When, when Pottery Pete comes, we'll ask him what that is because mm. I'll say you should have been here. But it used to have the thing like this. Yeah. Right? So it... The needle would go up and down with a voice. Almost like a decibel meter. Like a decibel meter, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the other thing that blew my mind is that it had a remote control. Gee. Now I'm telling you. You and I were were remote controls for Dad up until like the 90s. Yeah, exactly. But this remote control had a wire attached to it. Oh, so fucking useless. So pretty much, (laughs) right? But it was... Back, but back in the seventies and the eighties, yeah. that was how a lot of controls were. To have an IR remote mm. control was a big fucking deal. But it had a remote control. Now here's what blew my mind in many, many, many ways. The first thing is, I said, "What's that?" Mm. And the kid that I was hanging out with, I try and keep names out of this. Yeah, fair call. Because they might be listening because we're so fucking popular. But he was a uh, global <laughs> phenomenon. We're we're fucking skyrocketing. And he was saying to me, "Oh, that's a." A video player. Mm. I go, what is it? He goes, oh, he goes, my dad records uh, football games on it. Perfectly legally. Well, it was back, back then. Back then it probably would have been. No, it was. It was yeah. legal. And I'm like, what do you mean record? I don't understand. And he's like, well, he likes to watch the... He actually was a pioneer, this bloke. He would watch VFL games mm. and he'd watch rugby union games. Goodness me. Oh, fuck. And there was a third thing about his dad... Because his dad pulled up one day from work, not in a car, but in a motorbike. I'd never fucking seen one. I couldn't believe what I was... Okay, what what's he? What the fuck's he got? And he mm. says, that's his motorbike. I go, what do you mean? He doesn't have a car? He goes, oh, yeah, mum's got a car. So but clearly he, they were fairly he, well-to-do family. No, they weren't. No, no, but he was like a pretty... I, 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 he, was, he was an early adopter. He liked his He was he an early adopter, shit. but I think he was a bit of a hippie too. Yeah, okay. And actually, I think he worked for the bank. So he was earning a decent sum. Yeah, I think, yeah, they weren't like poor or anything, Mm. but no one where we live was like... Desolate. Desolate, but they weren't like ultra Mm. wealthy driving Rolls Royces and shit, but I don't think he was short of a quid. Mm. But it wasn't a big house. I'm telling you now, it was not a big house. It was a very humble place. Houses weren't No. But and it had bright green fucking carpet and orange carpet, so Which you'd still love to have in your house. Let's let's be honest. Shit yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing. He pulls up in a motorbike. I couldn't tell you what the motorbike was. Mm. I can't remember. And he got off the bike. And anyway, the kid I was hanging out with is like, well, I'll get Dad to 
play uh, a movie for us. Mm. And I'm like, what? Fuck, what? Anyway, his dad comes in and because I was going to stay for dinner at this point, and his dad goes, oh, look, I've got you kids a movie to watch. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking? What is he? Mm. How do you play a movie on what the... the f- what the... What are, you, f- what are you talking about? Oh, my yeah. mind was about to be turned into mush. Because then his dad goes, now listen, it was a very fucking service. Mm. After dinner, you got to have a shower, get in your Jimmy Jams, and we'll watch the movie. So I'm about the back fence telling mum, get the fucking shit over the back fence. Get the... Get the get <laughs> throw the blank- those pajamas over. Get, throw the pajamas yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. Get the blanket. Get the blanket. Got, it. There's I'm some done. shit going on. Space 1999 was taking a back suit at yep. this point. Dinner was done in the Jimmy Jams, like you do as kids back in the 70s. You got your sleeping bag. Usually we got sleeping bags. You slept on the floor, but yep. he had bunks, which I thought was pretty cool as well. And the movie that his dad had brought home mm. was Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Fuck me. Fucking, fucking fuck. Yep. My mind, I'd never seen Star Wars before. Yep. Because, again... It, it was released, obviously, when you were quite is, young. Yeah. I, I, it was 77. Yeah. I was two years old, so it was too young for me. Yeah. But... In '79, I don't know how he got his hands on it. Maybe it was a rental. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, right? I really don't remember that. But I remember watching it on his VHS. But would the video player. easies and places like that have even yeah, existed yeah, yeah, at that yeah, point? Yeah, we'll get to that. I yeah. mean, but this was like I, 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 I couldn't tell you what. Not only was the movie mind blowing, mm. but the situation was mind blowing, right? And it just got a little bit even more mind blowing when I said, "Look, I, re- I really need to pee." And I was very proud of myself because I could do it on my own without my mummy, right? And and how things have changed. And the kid, I can't, I just pissed my pants now. I wear a nappy. That's how old I am. But the kid I was hanging out with goes, "Oh, that's all right." And he, because he'd learned how to do it, yeah, he's, he's just jumped up and pressed the pause button. And I saw the picture with the lines through it on the fucking t- with the lines through yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm like, the movie stopped. How the fuck? What the. F- and he goes, it'll be all right. I'll wait till you come back and I'll press play again. Mm. The mind was gone. And so the next day, when I finally woke up and watched Star Wars for a second and third fucking time, got back home, I said, Mum, they've got this thing called a video cassette recorder. We need one. <laughs> and Dad's an early adopter, so he knew what we were talking about, but he goes, there's no point. And mind you, I kind of see what he was coming out because the TV was not like TV now. Like there wasn't, it was only free to wear. There was no yep. cable. There was no Foxtel. There was no Netflix. There was none, none of none that of this shit. shit. It no, was only, no Hulu. Yep. It was none of it. It was only what was on at the time. Live stream and you from had, whatever. Whatever's TV station there was on. And you, you had to be there at that time to watch that show. If you missed that show, you're fucked. But in my little head, I was, I was onto it. Because I'm like, you know what? I'll never miss Space 1999. Mm, you'll be able to record it. You'll be able to record it. I'll record it, right? That's how I was thinking. I'm like, I'll just get mum to record it. Now, yep. little did I know, recording was an absolute debacle. I was going to say, imagine convincing mum. Oh, she can't work a fucking phone in 2019. <laughs> but I thought someone would help me out with this problem. Sorry, mum. So, sorry, mum. So I thought someone would be able to help me out with this problem I had. Someone would be able to help me. Records mm. Space 1999 yep. so that I could watch it whenever I wanted to watch it. Surely Dad could figure that shit out. He did. Yeah. But it took a lot longer than 1979 mm. to convince him, <laughs> right? So I'm like, okay, here's the thing. We need one. And he's like, I don't even know what it is. I said, well, listen, just go over to their house and you'll see it. And I think mm. he might have. 
And he wasn't convinced. But over time, a couple of things happened. But it would take till 1984 before we got one. Jeez. And Dad being Dad, the early adopter, it's, and it, also the... I'll still be there for a second. Yep. It just shows you how slow the technology ramp was oh, man. Yeah. back then, right? Yeah. So the fact that you're talking 1979, five years essentially well, it's before... Not like it is, it's not like it is now. Like now, The now, same technology was still in yeah. place essentially five yeah. years later. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, this was a very, very and early that's still an early adopter, right? So there would have been people that came way yeah. the fuck after that. Well, here's a... Well, Things are not lasting as long as they used to mm. in terms of technology. Like um, you get a mobile phone, yeah. you, you probably have it for maybe two years, three years tops, and you're over it. Back then, um, you know, things, I, I, I believe the VCR came out in the very, very late or maybe mid-70s, was not commercially viable for anybody until the very late 70s. Mm. And not many people really thought it was necessary, necessary to probably the mid-80s. And then I can remember as having it up until probably 1999 because we replaced it when the PS2 came out for the DVD player. That's right. We we convinced him to get a PS2 for the DVD player. Jeez, we did a good one on that one. Oh, we fucking did a number on him on that one. But (laughs) but the thing was, was that we were... I'd convinced him, like, I really... I think it's really awesome. And Hmm. I don't know what it was, but I think for him, he started to figure out that... You could get all these movies at the local shop or wherever it was, yep. and you could bring them home. And so it was 1984, and we got a a, a, a VCR, but it was a Betamax. Mm, I remember it. I think he still got it. He probably does because he won't mm. let it go. He fucking won't let it go. And this is what leads to the dad story. So I've gone from Ram to dad, mm. right? So he jumped on because dad being dad, he did all of his research. Mm. And he bought what he believed was probably the better better VCR. It was the better system. That's right. And so for him, he's put all of his stock into a beta, Betamax video recorder. Because back then, of course, there was a format war going on. There was beta versus VHS. Yep. All that sort of stuff. And so he got this beta uh, video recorder. And, and it was technically better than a, v, a, a, a VHS. It really was. Mm. And I know that he spent a lot of money on this particular. He would have researched the fuck. Well, out it of was it. like I think it was a Toshiba, I yep. think, and it was a it was awesome because I remember it had like an actual proper eject and mm-hmm. like feeds like if, if caddy. It, it wasn't yeah. like the one that I'd seen, like the top load. No, no, it used to feed it. This in. was a yeah. feed it in, in, in the mecha- and it was all proper remote control. Yep. It had proper buttons. It had like a time. It was the shit, right? And so I can remember like uh, when he got it. The big thing was, on a Friday or Saturday night, we used to go into town and we'd get like a, a, a movie rental. Mm-hmm. Remind me, is that where the Dan Murphys is? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. It used yeah, to be this massive motherfucking yeah, yeah, warehouse. Yeah, it was right? called okay. It was called the it was called the Video Barn. Yep, right. Because it was basically a barn. Yeah. It was okay, so huge. so here's so here's the thing. Back then, Civic Video and Blockbuster were the main franchises, but there was still the mum and pop or independent stores. Mm. And so the one we used to go to, the big one, was called the Video Barn. Mm. And he had a membership there, right? So you'd go in and you'd get, I don't know, they used to have different, they had like the brand new releases and you had to return them the next day. Which is, think about where we are now. You, You download a movie or you stream a movie Right, that's it. You literally had to take but, the thing but back. You had to take the yeah. fucking thing back. And you had to get in your car, yeah. 
drive to the shop and it was return yeah, the, it was a 20 minute plus drive even, yeah. it gets even worse you had to you had to put the fucking thing through a, a, a parachute yep at the front door yep and and you had to rewind it and too. they would charge you a dollar or two dollars if you didn't rewind the fucker yeah. so if you went into the shop and someone was there they would look at the thing and they go oh you didn't re- you didn't rewind it yep which was wearing out the machine when you rewound it as well. That was Dad's big thing, mm. but you had to rewind it. And I can remember you'd get the, a, a movie and you'd go, "Oh, it's a f- how much were the rentals? Were they like five bucks?" For they weren't a- cheap. I mean, they were five bucks, maybe five bucks for a premiere movie. Fuck me. Or maybe it back was, then in the early eighties, yeah, that's yeah, a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and it was like um, maybe ten dollars for the older movies for weekly. Mm. But you might, but sometimes they had like specials, ten bucks for three movies. Yeah, okay, for a week. It's still not cheap. It's still not cheap. Compared to what today's standards mm, ten, are. Right? Ten bucks a month, or you can watch. Exactly right. Yeah. That's why people don't really understand. And inflation. Fuck Pe- me, that's quite expensive. Th- that's what I mean. People yeah. don't get the power of the internet in terms mm. of how it's changed how we consume media. People don't understand mm. it. To think that you would have to... Get, if I told a young person today, you need to get in your car, drive 10 or 15 minutes... Pay for petrol. Pay for petrol. Look for the movie you want to... Watch, which takes you a shit ton. Which ta- it, it's which, worse than the Netflix right, interface. Then, then come back home, yep. play it, and the quality of the tape is dependent on how many times it's been used and Sometimes how many people have murdered. paused it yep. and fucked it around. And the tape was usually shit, yep. right? Because it'd have all sorts of fucking issues because it was an old tape. And I remember mm-hmm. they going, "Oh, the quality's not good because it was a very old rental mm-hmm. movie, or it was maybe a very popular movie, and people were watching the shit out of it. Yep. All that, sh- all that shit." And so you were really at the mercy of the quality of the tape. And I can remember so many times you'd go into that sh- that, that uh, video barn and you'd, you'd, you'd be walking around and, you know, there'd be like, oh, well, that movie's not available yet. Oh, fuck, they've taken that. That was the other thing. Oh, someone's already taken that yep. movie. So say the latest. That's right, because they used to have the, the display copy and then you'd have to go behind it. That's to right. Pick up. And that's oftentimes you'd pick it up, oh, fuck, there's nothing that's there. That's right. So behind the time, if yeah. there was no, they'd have the case. And fuckers used to hide videos in other That's places. right. Fuckers would hide videos, right? Yeah. It was a, so say the one of the big releases might have been, I don't, I'm just pulling, Return of the Jedi. Mm. I'm pulling that out of my ass. But back in 80s. Titanic. No, well, fuck Titanic. Was <laughs> deep, that was in the DVD era, right? But but uh, Return of the Jedi, yep. right? They When that came out, probably on video in 84, because it was released in the movies in 83, say it was 84 by the time it came out, people would fucking snap that up. Mm. And you'd go to... And even though... Because that was their big uh, catch, cry, catch cry, the big... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the big uh, retail uh, video outlets was the big... Oh, we've got 20 copies of this movie. That's it. Yeah. Right, remember that? It was like, don't worry, we've got 50 copies of it. You, we, we'll guarantee that we've got a copy of it for you, which is just fucking insane. <laughs> they had 50 copies of the same fucking movie in a... In a like, that's mind-blowing. Just to, the physical space that the physical that space single fucking movie would have taken up. Insane. Yep. Insane. And the wastage when they threw half of them out. Insane, right? And so... You'd go in there and you'd look for your Return of the Jedi. Because I used to go and get Return mm. of the Jedi every fucking time. And you'd hope that you'd get a copy of it. And when it got less and less popular, you you, you would, right? Mm. And then you'd take it back home and you'd watch it and the quality wasn't that great. And then you'd have to rewind it and take it back. All that shit. But as time went on, I discovered a couple of things. The first thing, I discovered the adult section. Because... <laughs> There was a group of movies called Electric Blue. 
Yep. Right. I don't want to Google. Let's. Not, I was going to say let's not. Don't Google it. Let's not Google it. Don't Google it. Yeah. And they used to have they they, I would even suggest that, the modern era, mm. they'd be they they'd be banned in terms of what they showed as the cover. Mm. Certainly not because it children. was pretty obvious to an adult what the fuck it was. Yeah. And there was like a whole series of these things. It was like Electric Blue 2, Electric Blue 3, Electric Blue 7. There was fucking heaps of them. There was stacks of them. Well, that was the start of the very start of the porn industry. Yeah. I really, really wanted to watch one of them. Yeah, fair enough. Big time. I want to watch one now. And I do too. And so so Dad was like, I picked one up one day. Mm. Because every Saturday night or every Friday night, the thing was, we'd go up to the video barn. And we'd get fish and chips. Actually, it was probably... I remember that. Yeah. Or maybe KFC. No. It was fish and chips. It was fish and chips. Yeah. Right? We used to watch this, the Leyland Brothers This first. is before before we were um, getting fish and chips from Con, the most depressed fish and chip man. <laughs> that's now. another story. That's a fucking... That's another ram for later on. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. But you'd go and get to, to the video barn. You'd get your... While you were getting your fish and chips, you'd look for the... What do you call it? You'd look for the video you wanted. And I'd always pick up Return of the Jedi. Mm. And he'd be like, how many times do you want to watch that movie? I'm like, oh, as many as I want. Because, again, back in those days, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have Netflix. You didn't have, no. you know, cable or Foxtel or whatever you want to call it. It was literally you're at the mercy of the TV stations and you could get your hands on a, on a video. Mm. And later on, you could buy VHSs for your... That was a big deal too. Now on VHS to buy and you'd go and buy the, the thing on VHS or, uh, or beta. But back then, it used to be pretty obvious that even in the early 80s, the VHS was library the was bigger. It's winning the and war. And it was winning the war. war. And, and uh, the beta market was a little bit smaller. And every time you go back to the video barn, they'd taken another shelf mm. away and they'd given it to the VHS crowd. And it got to the point where there was literally one fucking eye off a beta... <laughs> And the whole bun, and I'm talking a bun. It's You're right. Huge, it's mate. now it's now a it's Dan now Murphy's. Murphy's. It's a Dan it's Murphy's a massive now. Massive place. And, and D- let me tell you about Dan Murphy's. People go on there with their fucking shopping trolley and fill it up full of gr- booze. Yeah, yeah. So it's no joke, mate. You used to walk. It, it used to take us forever to walk around the fucking. It's thing. no joke. Yeah. How big it is, right? And it used to. It got to a stage where there was a fucking corner. Hmm. Of beta videos. Dad to must have lost no, his shit. I'll tell you the fucking story. Mm. And there was the the rest of the place was VHS. Mm. So you don't have to be fucking Einstein to work out who'd won the war. That's it. Right? VHS has won. So I've I've gone to Dad one day because I'd given up because mm. I'd go in there and go fuck this. Everything I want's on VHS. So I'm sure day, you didn't word it that way. I in my mind. <laughs> so I've gone to Dad one night. I've gone look, Dad. Can you tell me why VHS has got more movies and beta's got hardly any and daddy go well beta's better format i go well if it's better how come they've got more and we've got fuck all <laughs> or they're th- to that effect and dad goes i don't give a shit and i go well i think we should get a vhs we're not getting a fucking vhs and i'm like well dad i really think we should get a vhs because there's no movies here and he's like fuck that the beta's better and that was his catch. Beater's better. Yep. Beater's better. Yep. But then I planted a seed in his head. Because then I said to him one day in the in the video barn, I go, listen, mum wants this movie to watch. Mm. I think it was fucking Romancing the Stone or... Some shit. Yep. Michael Douglas, because she had a thing for Michael Douglas. Mm. Right? Dreamy. He's dreamy. <laughs> and I, I remember saying, he 
she wants to watch this movie, but I can't find it on Beta Dad. She wants it on VHS. Fuck me. I was fucking manipulating uh. as early as that, right? And Dad's like, oh, fuck, I don't give a shit. This is what we're going to get. And he'd walk up and down the aisle, and it wasn't even an aisle now. It was a corner. Mm. A corner. It's a long drive for a corner. A corner. And I said, listen, Dad, I think we should get a VHS. Mm. We're not getting a fucking... Right, that was... <laughs> This is no exaggeration, this, uh, brother. There's no, this is in 1987 to yep. 88. Yep. This went on, and I'd given up the ghost. Finally, in 1993, he bought a VHS. That's how long it took him to admit defeat that the beta was actually... That's a long time. That's a long time. But then he got like a... What is it? Like a six-head hi-fi fucking stereo. Because that was the thing. Because he says, yeah, but if I get a new one, I want to make sure it's a stereo one, not a, mo- not a mm. mono one. Because he wanted a surround sound yep. system. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really help us today, Dad. Like, <laughs> there's a corner. There's a corner of movies. That's it. But like, in the like in the end, he we stopped going to the video barn, and and by the time he we got the VHS, we're too busy playing games. We're anyway. too busy playing PC to give a shit. But you know, you used to record all your shows on it. Like mm. I remember call, recording Star Trek: The Next Generation to the shit house, and payback was to make him watch it, right? But um. Yeah, that was it. I mean, that was the th- the the really big. That's it, Captain Picard, man. I never thought I'd have the hairline of Captain Picard, but I do. So you got less hair than I got Captain less Picard. Hair, I know, but um, that was that was it. That was the 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 moment when Dad was like, he lost his shit in the middle of the video barn, saying, "I don't give fuck, fuck." And I go, "Well, we've driven half an hour, Dad, for what?" That was the other thing. I go, yeah. "We've driven half an hour, Dad, for what?" There's nothing here, mate. Because it was literally a half, nothing, it was a half hour go, drive. But then yeah. he'd go, oh, but, oh, fuck, we've already watched it. Because they, they had the same movies in the same corner. He goes, oh, we've already watched it, already watched it, already watched it. <sighs> and he'd go, and he, he knew. He knew his time was up. This is the same guy that still won't adopt Netflix. That's another fucking story out of the modern era. He's, he's, still, he's still in the old ways. You can't change him, man. But... But he, he really, really did push for a very, very long time that the, the idea was, I don't give a fuck, it's got more movies. Mm. The beater is a better machine. And yeah, and because oh, his last defense was... They use it in the they use it in the They use it in uh, TV and movies. Yep. They, this is what they actually This is what on. they shoot in the TVs yeah. and the movies. It's like, oh, oh, fuck, all right. Well, if that's the way it's going to be. You couldn't... It took a long time to wear him down, just like it took me a long time for him to get a 486. It took, him, it took a long time for him to get a, a, a thingo. And then he had the VHS for, mm. from 1993. I'll never forget because I was at uni. All the way to 19... No, it's 2000 when the PS2 was out. Because mm. I said to him, well, DVDs the fucking thing. VHS is dead, Dad. No one's doing VHS. Mm. Really. You know, we should get we should get a DVD player, and, and the PS2 is your best option. It's cheap, and we can play games on it. Because it was cheap for what it was. I that was what really to me got the P the PS2 way over the top of anything else. Yeah, is it that, was it was cheap. That, it's a DVD yeah. player, and I know the Xbox One could play. Oh, Xbox One, the Xbox original hmm. could play uh, D, uh, DVDs as well. But it kind of it was kind of gimped. Yeah. You had to buy like a. Was it like a adapter or something mm. for it to play? It wasn't unlocked. No. They kind of gimped it, and that was a bit of a mistake because if they hadn't have gimped it, it might have been a bit of a more runaway success because it was the right place at the right time. 
It was a DVD player very when, when DVDs was just starting to take yep, off. Very clever Particularly piece. in Japan. Very forward thinking. Yep. Particularly for Japan. Yep. And I don't care what anyone says, but the PS2 was originally targeted or marketed as a multimedia device. Yeah. As opposed to a which is funny because then games the, machine. Yeah, it's what the uh, the Xbox guys tried to do, and uh, well, Sony came, did, did it as well with the PS3. They, yeah, they tried that. Oh, it's interesting. Oh, dear, oh dearie me, that was a that remember. was a long ram. But that, that that's the thing. I mean, we're leaking water here, man. Are we? Yeah. How the fuck's that possible? I don't know. It must be just condensation. It's from condensation. Cup. It's very hot. It's very hot here. So there's uh, I don't know if it's going to electrocute us. There's nothing electrical there, mate. Could it's be, just an audio Could be cable. the end of my illustrious but very short-lived That's right, mate. internet career. All of your thousands of viewers will be oh, very, very upset. They won't give a fuck. All mm. two of them. <laughs> so what else do you want to talk about today, don't I? I want to talk about the 1990s. Yep. We talked a lot about the 80s last week. Mm. Um, and I want to talk about the 90s because there's a particular game that we'll move and talk about. Mm. But the 1990s is a very interesting time in gaming at least in my opinion, because in the very early 90s, like I'm talking about 92, 93, it was very hard to believe that anyone would rock the boat between Sega and Nintendo because you had you had the Mega Drive, you had the Super Nintendo. Mm. They were pretty much there. PC was PC. It was always, it's always been there. It's always been there. But that particular battle, no one, I don't think, would ever believe what would end up happening in the 90s, particularly mm. the mid-90s. Because in a, around about ninety three, um, you started to get the 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 news and the and the, I guess the exposure of different companies wanted a piece of the pie. They saw it as a very lucrative part of. Uh, it was a growing business. It was a it was growing a, business. Yeah. So they was like they were sort of saying, okay, we want a piece of it as well. And so companies like three um, DO wanted in. And that really intrigued me because mm. I'm like, well, what's this 3DO shit? And I'm going to get to a story that blew my mind with 3DO. Um, and that that was like, okay, what's all that about? And then Atari came back. They re- they they wanted to release a new console that they, they'd been out of the game for a long time since the 7200. Mm. And they were coming back with a Jaguar. And so everyone was like, oh, that's Atari's mm. back. Oh, shit, okay. And they got a 64-bit machine. And, of course, Sega were going to be in with a Saturn. And, of course... Nintendo was at the time it was the Ultra 64 but mm. of course it was the N64 and then this little company that called themselves Sony wanted to come in and release this thing called PSX which would later be the the PlayStation, PlayStation. Yep. and I I'll be guilty I'm I'm guilty as sin as sitting back and going none of these companies are going to fucking survive there's no way there's a big enough market to support all there's of no them. way yep. the market's big enough there's no way so- Sony knows what they're doing when it comes to video games like what the fuck they make mm. TVs and movies fuck off and you know Atari I thought might have a chance but they've been gone for too long and they made a few too many errors they kind of mm. went more into computers because they were like was it the Atari ST yep so the Atari ST was the thing that people were really that was Atari at that mm. point they went into computers yep and um, they were trying to compete with Commodore I think with the Amiga yep and, and actually Commodore themselves too, Commodore wanted in, in the console space too because they had um, wanted to, they, they could see the writing on the wall with the Amiga 1200. This is the stage when 
you know, really the PC was starting to take their their, their business, right? Yeah, the, but the Amiga 1200 was running out of steam and they thought that the market was moving more towards console. Mm. And so they would end up releasing the Amiga CD32, which was basically a 1200 matched with a CD-ROM drive. Because I think they were tossing up the idea of bringing a CD-ROM mm. to the Amiga 1200. But the Amiga 1200 sales were, were dropping. And that, that kind of blows my mind because... In the very early 90s and maybe the late 80s, the Amiga 500 that was, a beast. was the shit. That I'm was telling the you, shit. it was the shit. We talked about it last mm. week. Um, I mean, he had our cousin had an Amiga 1000. Mm. but they the, Back in the day, mate, the Amigas the were, 500, the gra- they were the graphic design beast. That, everyone was yeah. using it for that and everyone was using it for games because it had an awesome sound chip in it. It had a really good... Um, graphics chips in it too i think it had like three it was one of the first things that could ever draw a perfect circle really hmm. i didn't know that as opposed to that that was one of the differentiators between i i believe and i could be pulling this completely out of my ass is that the the graphics chipset on it was able to draw a circle that was closer to perfect than what a what a pc could yeah be. that might be true which the, is why graphic designers swarmed to it yeah because you got to remember in the early early 90s because in yeah. the early 90s, the idea of graphics cards as we have them today were not really existent. The late 90s would mm. see that with like the 3D, the Voodoo 3D FX and those yep. sort of cards. They came out and then obviously that would go on to the 2000s with the Radeons and, and mm-hmm. all that, the ATIs, all that shit and all the NVIDIAs, all that stuff as we know it today. But in the very early 90s, the landscape was changing and it was changing rapidly. And I remember at that time, I really wanted a Super Nintendo. Because I'd, I'd had a friend of mine, he had a Super Nintendo from school. He had mm. a Super Nintendo, and I I thought it was fucking amazing. Um, I, remember, super, I, well, I, let, mate, I remember Donkey Kong, and I remember the, the basketball game. Let me look, Is this the same friend we're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Let me tell you a story. Right. Let me tell you a story. Is this another RAM? I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost failed. Uh, I almost failed, I think it was either high school a high school subject for the HSC. Mm. In fact, I, in fact, I did. Mm. I failed my chemistry exam for the HSC because of NBA Jam. Yep, on the Super Nintendo. He's on fire! Boom shakalaka! Boom shakalaka! That because we we were given a week, and I think kids still get it now. They call mm. it Stuvac study yeah. vacation. So you get a week before you get more. I think. Do you? Yeah. Okay, so the HSC is a big end of high school examination examination yep. so end of year 12 examination it's kind of like the examination that gets you into university here and so um you're given you're given a week to sort your shit out and that week of course i decided ah fuck that i'm gonna play nba jam and i played nba jam with this kid and of course his mum was an awesome cook mm-hmm. so she'd she'd make lunch for us and fucking lunch would lead to dinner you wouldn't leave the place. Mate, they made the best food. The only time I ever left the place was when he would say, hey, we're going to do the pig. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean the pig? We're going to do the pig. He goes, and I'm like, what do you mean the pig? Hmm. And he's like, well, you know. We need to make I, some pastrami. And I'm like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like, we've got to do the pig. Yeah. And R- I'm like. Rural living, mate. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, well, and I'm like, because you can't, you'll feel the, the blood through your veins when you, when you, okay, I don't, look. I'll be honest with you. I do like my salami. I like my bruschetta, but I don't want to fucking see how it's done. I don't want to do a pig. I don't. So that's the only time I left yeah. because other than that, I was over there playing NBA Jam, and well, I was DK. Play- yeah, DK as well. No, nah, that, that ninety four was Donkey Kong Country, mm. and ninety four 
that was when I really, really wanted a Nintendo, mm. a Super Nintendo. But what? And there was also Super Empire Strikes Back, which was which that would have done yeah. That I was really close, and I don't know why. I think the reason why I didn't do it was I, I was starting uni and I didn't have any fucking money, mm. and I was like, um, I was running the Gemini, mate. The Gemini was sinking money like you couldn't believe. That was a gas guzzler for the it size of the car. It was a gas guzzler, but it was also heavy maintenance. Fucking licking oil, mate. Like I, I, I literally used to drive it with with an oil ba- bucket in the back of it. <laughs> I used to drive with like an oil uh, <laughs> top bottle. it up. Yep. I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I would drive for maybe half an hour mm. and drive back home for another half an hour, let it cool, and I'd have to put oil back in it. <laughs> it was fucked. The piston rings on it mm. fucked, but. I really wanted a Super Nintendo, but what I did, obviously the money was the factor, but the other thing was back then, there was rumors about the Ultra 64. And it's going to be a a gargantuan Mm. and all this shit. And I kind of went, I don't want to put money into the Super Nintendo because this thing sounds like it's going to be the shit. But I love the Super Nintendo and I enjoyed the Mega Drive as well. And I really enjoyed, because being, we were the PC gamers back then because that's what we had. But I really enjoyed the schoolyard battles of, oh, Sega's better than Nintendo. No, Nintendo's better than Sega. All that shit. And nothing's changed. We still have those battles. Still have those battles, yeah. But I really, really was kind of thinking, well, things are changing too because what's this 3DO and what's this Atari Jaguar and what's the rumors of Sony coming in? And so I think it was 93, there was a shop in... Uh, near where we lived at the time, and it was called Game. Very, very small mm. sh- uh, shop, and it, it wasn't Games Wizard. That it wasn't the story of. Yeah. This is actually a little bit before the Doom story I told last week, but the but the uh, but Game was a very small shop. I think it was a, owned by a bunch of. It was a European or UK mm. owned uh, franchise or something like this. They've long since gone. Very small shop, and. In that shop, they had the very first 3DO I'd ever seen, and mm. it was a Panasonic one. And back then, if you remember, 3DO was a company that licensed the technology. The technology and other people would be able That's to make right. it. So That's right. So there it. was Gold Star. Very forward thinking. Yeah. There was mm. Gold Star. There was Panasonic. And there was, um, oh, fuck. Was it NEC? No, NEC was doing Turbo Graphics. Um, it's going to do my head in. But there was three different... Oh, Sanyo. Sanyo, Sanyo was yep. the company. Sanyo. And, but it was the Panasonic that was more widely known, at least here. But I went in there and I saw something that really blew my mind, probably right up until that point, the most ever, um, until I saw Doom. And they had running on this um, this 3DO, uh, 3DO, which was a Panasonic one, they had a revamped version of Road, Ray, a road Rash. Hmm which was a Mega Drive game. Yep. And this thing had full motion video and it it looked fucking unbelievable. And I'm like, holy shit. And what really blew my fucking mind was that the opening credits was um, Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, I've since got a 3DO and I've got that game and it doesn't hold up well today. But for the time, it was amazing. And because... Everyone was sort of moving away, apart from Nintendo, everyone was moving away from cartridge format. They were moving to CD-ROM. Everything was going on CD-ROM. Longevity, right? They had lots of issues with the but they had, yeah. But they had, yeah, longevity, but they had more memory because <clears throat> yep. of 670 megabytes on the disc as opposed to 
whatever they were constrained with with the cartridge. Cheaper to manufacture and press. CD audio quality, all the, all that shit. And so the big trends in those days, in the very early 90s, was going to CD-ROM and having full motion video, mm. right? Because it seemed like everyone wanted to show off what CD-ROM could do by having... Video in it. Video in it, right? And so the version of Road um, Rash that I'd seen had full motion video in it. It had like a cop pull up with a fucking dog barking at the guy. Oh, it looked a fucking shit. Mm. And I wanted one so bad. But what killed me and what I and what I never went I never went back to it again was two things. The first thing was that it was eleven hundred dollars. Fuck me. In nineteen ninety three. Fuck it no wonder one, it never took off yet. It was, it never took off. It never took off anywhere because mm. it was so fucking expensive. It was one thousand one hundred dollars mm. in nineteen ninety three. And that was the Panasonic model. I don't know what the other models retailed for because I never saw them. Mm. And I, I immediately stopped looking and I was like, not interested in it now. And the other thing that I didn't like was the fact that I didn't like the controller. I had a really weird controller. And in a world where they were starting to move to more like uh, more than two console ports or yep. uh, controller ports for, for the console. Multiplayer, yeah. For multiplayer, they went this weird daisy chain setup. Oh, fuck. So yeah. you would link the one controller to another controller via a daisy chain so the controllers would link together. Mm. And that made Sounds it very... way too hard. That plus it was awkward. Yeah. And the controllers were were mushy. The buttons were mushy. It just... The didn't D-pad work. was... It just didn't work. It just, yeah. it, it just didn't feel right. And I don't think 3DO and I don't think Panasonic or any of the other manufacturers that were part of it knew what the fuck they were going to do with this thing. So it was very, very mm. um, expensive and, and not well marketed. Um, but they all their games back then were basically showing off the full motion video qualities of it, of, of what it could do. Mm. And it was really shown off as a multimedia dev- device. It was like Because this, it's DVD out of the box. Kind of like that. It was yep. kind of like what the PS2 was going to be later on. And so that's the way they moved. And then... Um, Atari was mysterious because I think they came out in 93 as well, but we probably didn't get it to 94. But they stuck with cartridge. And they were supposed to have, at the time at launch, a CD-ROM add-on. But that didn't come till later. Mm. I don't think it came to 95. And I've not Googled any of this shit. This is coming out of my, coming coming out out of my ass. Yep. Um, but the they, they called the CD add-on the toilet. Because it, it fucking looked like yeah. a toilet. It sat on top of the cartridge slot. <laughs> it looked like a potty, like a kid's it potty. It looked like a kid's yeah. potty. It, it, it didn't look good, yep. right? And they're quite hard to find. I've uh, I've since once I've since got one, mm. but they're very hard to find. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They, Atari kind of messed it up, and they kind of got caught up in a bit of legal shit too because mm. they said it was a 64-bit machine. But it really wasn't. But it really wasn't. It had a 32-bit sound processor and a 32-bit yep. graphics processor or a CPU, whatever it was. And they were saying 32 plus 32 is 64, mm. but in reality it was That's a 30, not how it works. It was really 60, yeah. it's a 32-bit. Because that was it. In the, in the 90s, everything was marketed as bits. Mm. If the, the, the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo were 16-bit, then everyone was going to 32-bit. So Sony's PlayStation was 32-bit. The Saturn was 32-bit. But Nintendo were going 64-bit. Mm. Legit. And... Um, I, you know, even the Saturn, that kind of didn't appeal to me either. I don't know why. I mean, it didn't feel right. I don't. I didn't like the way they were sort of going with mm. things. They didn't really speak to me. But they had some good games. Like the uh, Daytona looked fucking unreal back then. And they had, I think they, I think they had a Virtua Racer game. 
sort of later shit on. Hot. Sega and made some fucking fantastic yeah, games. Yeah, and they had... I mean, that, that, that's a conversation that's for another, another time. That's another day. One and of they, our favourite things of all time. Yeah, and then they had Virtual Fighter. Yeah. Which is a fantastic which they, series. Which I think they might have launched with or very close to launch. And that looked the shit as yeah. well. But the 90s was all about full motion video. And weird things would happen too because games like Night Trap... Mm. got was what That Night Trap was one of the first games that was to be banned from retail... Because of the content. Because it's graphic. Because of the yeah. graphic. It was about this chick getting locked up in the house by mm. home home invaders. And, you know, it's actually very collectible. I've got mm. one now. Um, never played it because it's shit. But, but it's part of history, yeah. you know. So that whole games are evil and games should be that's where it started. banned and all that. That's where it that's started. That's where it started. So th- hasn't stopped. It's- no, it hasn't, hasn't stopped. The yeah. 90s, it really... it pro- Look, a lot of dirt might have been kicked up in the 80s. But the 90s, it fucking was a mm. hornet's nest of this shit where people were like, oh, games God's are violent, evil, you're going to be violent, we're uh, going to cause all sorts of things. Everyone's going to fucking wear white sheets and yeah. burn shit. Fuck, I don't know. But it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a good... Um, it was weird. And it was just weird that to see these newcomers come in and you didn't know what was going to happen and where things were going to land. And the, and the weirdest thing of all was Sony coming mm. in. And they had this thing. It was codenamed PSX, but it would be, later on be the PlayStation. The controller looked weird to me at the time. Like, I have to be honest. I looked at this, the triangle, square, circle, and X and go, what the fuck? You don't know what you're fucking doing. <laughs> what the? That's stupid. <laughs> you <laughs> but, idiots. But, but and, and, and here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. By the time the PlayStation came out, arguably, the 3DO was almost dead. Yeah. Right? Well, they had the market open to themselves. So, yeah. so it was... And and arguably, the Atari Jaguar was almost dead, dead as, well. as well. So already, two of these newcomers had, had, bitten, the, had bitten the dust. Yep. And so I didn't personally think Sony was going to be able to do it. And I thought they're going to be like another one to be uh, thrown mm. to the wolves, so to speak. But the games in the 90s were awesome. I, I talked about Doom. But in terms of the full motion video stuff, my favorite is Wing Commander. What a great game. Three and four, both fantastic. And I know that was PC. I, it did come to the PlayStation. It did come to the PlayStation eventually. But I, but yeah. I played it on the PC, yep. and I, I loved that game. The Kill Rathi. Fuck, yeah. what a great game. It, I mean, it, the whole thing about full motion video games is, by today's standards, they look really, really cheesy. And even I played a... It's hard to do well. Yeah, but I played a I played a game on the PlayStation 4 the other day, mm. and it's a fairly new release. It came out in 2016 called the... Called the Late Shift, mm. and that's a intera- interactive movie. I'll get to this. It's basically, shit what they do on Netflix, and it's now. still, it's still, yeah. Well, uh, is it Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I would argue that these interactive movies, their origins lie with full motion video games of the of the early nineties. Yeah. So games like Wing Commander, Wing Commander, th- well, well, Wing Commander is a space. Did sim- Wing Commander three have the video? Or was that four when the no, video? No, three had the video. It had Mark, Mark Hamill in it. Mark Hamill, yeah, yeah. so did four. And it had had the had the cats, yeah. had the cats, and it, and it looked fucking unreal. It's it a great game too. It, it, well, I, I want to get into that too. I can't believe that the idea of the space simulator game mm. is basically dead. I know there are space sim games out there like Elite Dangerous. And uh, why isn't it such a big genre? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. It was such a fun. I don't get it. Part of our childhood. I don't get it. Tie Fighter. I don't get Tie Fighter is another fucking one. Tie Fighter. That, that that's not a full motion video game, but Tie Fighter was unfucking believable. I love that game. Yeah. And again, there was so many games of that genre to choose from in the nineties. The Space Simulator game. 
Where are they now? I know there are. I know they do exist, mm. particularly on the PC. But back then, you almost needed a fucking joystick. Yep. Because we we had to have you a had joystick. to have a joystick yep. because the joystick allowed you to um, play these games. Yeah. Like, were they, Still very were much they, that way. It wasn't the Thrustmaster. I can't yeah, remember. I think Thrustmaster was one. Well, yeah, I don't know if that was what we had. Yeah, I can't remember. We probably, got, we yeah. probably went to Kmart and got a shit one. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> Dad probably took us down there <laughs> while we were replacing Atari 2600 joysticks. <laughs> but we, we, I mean, you basically, you basically wanted to have a joystick mm. because all these games had 100% we had to joystick. have a joystick to play. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, so Wing Commander 3, I love Wing Commander 4 as well, although I preferred 3. 3 was a better game. I, I, I think the cats being the bad guys That's was, what I was just more it. fun. Yeah, because by, by then, the war had ended in yeah. to, when you got to 4. And, um, and this leads... I mean, it, here's a story. Mm. I know a bloke that got kicked out of a house because of Wing Commander. <laughs> uh, do tell. I think I know who this human must have been. He, I spoke to him in the week about it, and he doesn't remember it. But I'm telling you, it's not the full reason, but it fucking contributed. Mm, please so do tell our mate Pedro. Our Pedro. Yep. He he'll be on the shot at some point. At some point, and he'll he'll defend himself. He go fuck off. I never fucking did that. Fuck off. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, folks. There's some, a lot of truth to this. There's a lot so of stories. So he was a late adopter to Wing Commander because mm. I think I must have had it. And we were playing it on the 486 DX 266. Yep. And I loved everything about it because I really do enjoy those full, full motion video games, those mm. FMVs. I know they're cheesy, but I liked them. And so that was like the best of both worlds because you got like full motion video and a fantastic and you got a fucking awesome like flight simulator yeah. action arcade type of shooter game all of that shit and a great storyline too and um i remember telling pedro this i'm like man this is a great game check it out and he might have come over for dinner one night and he's like yeah, mm. yeah this looks good and he ended up getting a copy himself and he played it now the story is is that he was living with two girls that were a lot older than us He'd moved out of home mm. and he was living closer to where he worked. And he was living, his flatmates were these two older chicks. And I will defend him because I don't think they liked him that much. <laughs> right? And there was claims, I wasn't there to see it, that he wasn't pulling his weight with the housework. And there may have been. But some given his track record, I fucking believe it. Yeah, I believe that. Right, something like he wasn't doing the dishes or something. I kind of believe it. Well, but there's another story you need to. Well, add. I'll fucking get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. Yeah. Right. This is a bloke. When the Xbox 360 came out, <laughs> he says to me, "Listen, I want to go all in. I want to go balls deep." And I said, "All right, what do you want to do?" He says, <laughs> "He says, all right, I want to get a, I want to get a new TV." And I want to get a surround sound system because I want to talk about the 360 in detail at some point, not today. And uh, I said, yeah, all right, cool, because the 360's got HD gaming and it's got 5.1 surround sound, so I'll, I'll hook you up. So we went down to uh, a, a pretty big retailer shop, might have been Harvey Norman mm. or something, I can't remember, Domain or some bullshit. And we, I, I, I said, how much you got to spend? He told me. I went, all right, cool. Hooked him up. Got into the... Uh, how long have we been recording, by the way? <laughs> it's all right, an hour and a bit. 
Keep going. Talk. No, no, you got to you got to finish it now, oh, mate. All right, we'll wrap you, it up. You got to finish this story. We'll you got to finish, finish it. I'll finish the story. Yeah. So anyway, he uh I hooked him up at the retailer shop. And I said to him, "All right, let's bring it home. I'll set the TV up for you. I'll set this surround sound system up for you and we'll we'll get the Xbox fired up because I was really excited for him to get on mm. the Xbox." And he's like, "Okay, cool." And mate, he went he went like fucking furious on this like he ripped the tv out threw the box to one side ripped the surround sound system out of the box put it to one side there was shit fucking everywhere set it all up i set it up with him started playing some xbox 360 games back in the day and i left him Mm. anyway i went over there first mistake yeah (laughs) do i want to tell this story yes so the next day i'll go over I, i so probably maybe two or three weeks later I go over there and I see where we left the TV box and the boxes for the surround sound system where we left, they were still there. I'm like, okay. And then then I look on the table and there's like a half-eaten chicken on the table <laughs> with two plates. <laughs> so I'm thinking... He's had some company. He's had a girl, he's had a girl over here or something. Mm. Something's up. And I said to him, if you had company... She's no. I go, well, what's with the half-eaten chicken carcass on your table? He goes, oh, that's been there for two weeks. <laughs> he goes, I just haven't had time to remove it. Because I'll get in the fucking story now, right? Because this is a guy that would go home from work because he worked a very high... I'll give credit where credit's due. He was working his ass off hmm. and he had a very high-level job and he'd drive home and he he drove past the McDonald's. He'd drive through the drive-through of the mm, McDonald's, pick, pick, get, up, his pick up his food, yeah. eat while he was driving. Yep. Get home, sit, turn the Xbox 360 on, sit there and un, and loosen his tie. Mm. Right. Play to about three or four in the morning. Go to bed. Wake up at fucking six. Put on a new business shirt. And I don't mean a new wash business shirt. I mean a fucking brand new out of the pack business shirt. You know the ones with the pins in them? You've gone to like Meyer and you bought a business shirt. So he's had to unpack it. He's unplastic. Yep. Uh, yep. Fucking unravel it yep. all. Yep. I'll tell you how I know this because I went to his house one day and I had to go to the toilet. Mm. I couldn't get into the toilet because mm. there was a mountain of fucking shirts. And I said to him, what's all this shit? He goes, oh, they're my shirts. I go, don't you do the washing? He goes, no, I just wake up in the morning and put on a brand new shirt. <laughs> so he put on a brand new shirt and he go to work. Work his ring off, leave work, go through the McDonald's mm. drive-thru, pick up a fucking cheeseburger, I don't know what he was mm. eating, come back, turn the Xbox 360 on, go to go to bed, do it all over again, right? This is this went on for fucking months. But this but but that was the behaviour. But before this, much many, many years before this, mm. he was living with these two chicks. Mm. Anyway, he they claim he wasn't pulling his weight. I, I, you can see this sort I of links see, together. I can yeah. see the pattern, but yeah. I'll defend him. I'll defend him. There is a pattern. There's another I'll, story we'll there, talk about there next is, time. There yeah. is. There is. Yeah. But I'll defend him because they kind of had it in for him as far as I'm concerned. They were a bit older than us. Mm. So I think they wanted one of their flatmates to Yeah, they wanted him to fuck I don't, off. They, they wanted, wanted him to fuck They off. wanted him to fuck off. They yeah. weren't very nice to him. Mm. I'll defend him. But I also will put credit with... I'll also put shit with shit's needs to be thrown at because he was playing a fuck ton of Wing Commander 3 (laughs) 
And I know what he's like. When he's on a roll, he won't stop for fucking food. It's a decent length game. Yeah, he won't so stop for water. Uh, and I dare say he won't stop to clean the dishes. Yeah. Right? So I think this is what's fucking happened. Mm. And the girls that he was definitely like, I don't give a shit that you need to beat the Kilrathi. I'm sure it's very important, but so's the fucking dishes. <laughs> right? So he's probably... Uh, they, they got rid of him, but then he's down for... And downward spiral really began when he moved out on his own. But that's another story. Mm. I won't get into that, to, to that to the, uh, today. So the reality is Wing Commander was an awesome game. And I really kind of want those games to come back. I know there are games on the PC. I've, I've played a little bit of Elite. And there was a, another game that that came out on the PC that I, I, I messed around with. But none of them are at that level of... Mm. Oh, Hollywood's behind it. Because remember the big thing with Wing Commander 4? They had on the back of the box real movie sets. Yeah. And they, they got the, was it Malcolm, it was a, it was Malcolm a, McDowell? Yeah, it, one of the Malcolm actors. McDowell. It was a legitimate they, production. It, it was a legit. Pro- with multiple paths yeah, that you could take. It wasn't, it was it was the shit. It, back then, it was it and, came on like four, yep, four DVDs. Yep, it was the shit. Yep. And I, it was CD-ROMs. CD-ROMs back then. So but, yeah. I really, really want those games to come back. And with the technology that we have on Blu-ray, It'd come on. Phenomenal. Come on, you, just, you can't tell me you can't do it. But we'll never see those games mm. again. And I really, really want those full motion video games to come back. And I would argue that Bandersnatch, mm. which is, I haven't seen it yet, but I know what it you should, is. You should give it a go. It's, I, not, yeah. it's, it's not horrible. Yeah, I know what it is. But I would argue that a lot of those interactive type movies... And those interactive type games, like I love, love the Quantic Dream. I know people throw shit out of, at shit at them, and some of it's deserved. But I really love Quantic Dream games, like mm. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain's a fantastic game. I fucking love Heavy Rain. I really enjoyed Detroit Become Human. Mm. You should play that. Haven't on the played piece. it. That's really yeah. good. And I really like the theme of it, the cyberpunk type of feel of it. Um, it's not per- it's not perfect by any stretch. Yeah. There's some bullshit, mate. I'm yet to play a game bullshit. in the la- in the last two or three years. It is perfect. Yeah, I know, but I mean it. I, I for, for a Quantic Dream game, it was a very good return mm. to form. Um, but Heavy Rain's still my favourite Quantic Dream game. But those interactive type games, where even where Heavy Rain had on the back of the box interactive movie, mm. I would argue they came and they stem and are descended from those very early nineties full motion video games that did have some kind of choice, some kind of yeah, mate, choose your, choose own, your adventure. own adventure type yep. stuff. Um, and I, I really want them back because I don't. There are times when I go home and I don't want to play an intense first-person shooter, mm. and 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 be scared like fucking Resident Evil 2's come out the remake. I, I want to play because I hear it's the shit. Yeah, but fucking scary ass. I can't do it, man. I scared. I fucking get scared. Mm. The you know? cat will fucking shit itself. The, and the cat can't do with it. <laughs> The, ca- the cat's out. Watch- it watches everything. Mate, you do. the cat's got fucking problems. <laughs> I told you about the problems with the cat. He's overweight. <laughs> oh, do tell. Here's the fucking story. Mm. I took the vet to the, the cat to the vet. Mm. And the vet's and I said to the vet, listen, I'm worried about the cat. I think he might have a urinary tract infection. And she says, well, what makes you say that? I said, well, when he goes to the kitty litter, he, he cries, he, he, he meows. And she said, well, I'll check, I'll check to see what his bladder's like. So she's doing this. Mm. She's filling him up. And the cat's looking at me going, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, she says, no, 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 he's, his bladder's empty. Mm. And I go, yeah, that's because he's pissed all over you and all over the fucking table. Because she hadn't noticed when he's, mm. when she's, when she's squeak, doing that, he's pissed everywhere. He's pissed everywhere, right? All over her. 
And she go, I didn't notice that. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then the best bit is the best bit. Can I say it? Yeah, go, fuck, let's say fuck it. Fuck it, go nuts. She says to me, he's overweight. He needs to lose at least a kilo. And he's only a six or seven kilo. Cat. He's only, a, it's a he's decent a, amount, right? right? He's yeah. only a little baby, really. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she says, yeah, it's good for his health. Now, I'm, here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not svelte. And neither are you. <laughs> Far from it. Right? So we really can't Rotund. throw... Rotund. We can't throw stones. I definitely can't right? throw stones. Have you ever seen Shallow Hell? I've seen Shallow Hell. Okay, course, yeah. she, she, okay she's a beast. <laughs> this, this chick's a beast. This vet. Yep. Nice person. Mm, lovely lady. And she says to me, he needs to lose weight. Then she goes to make some notes on the computer and mm. she sits in the chair... And here's a shallow halbert moment. The fucking chair broke. <laughs> you know when Gwyneth Paltrow sits on the chair and it breaks? Yeah. That's what happened to me in the vet office. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, you fuck off. You can't be telling me this. And I'm sitting there going, I'll give I'll give you the hot tip. The cat's the healthiest <laughs> thing in this room. Between me and you, darling. The cat's the healthiest <laughs> thing gonna in this room. He's gonna outlive us all. It'll outlive me. By fucking hundred years, and you, darling. <laughs> Don't worry about the cat. <laughs> so, where were we going with that shit? I, I don't know. It. I can't remember. Scary games. Scary games. So probably the cat, the, the, cat, the cat can't deal with the scariness. But that's the thing. I don't want to play intense games like Resident Evil yeah. all the time, as great as, as great as it apparently is as a remake. And so, I really do enjoy the interact. And I'm glad uh, uh, Bandersnatch, I haven't done it yet, but I'm glad that it exists. Because I want more of that mm. choose-your-own-adventure in games, and that's why I love Quantic Dream games. Um, yeah, the gameplay is minim- minimalistic, and yep. people can throw stones at it, and that's fine. I, I don't disagree. But um, I do. going back to my point, those things, I think, originate from those very early uh, 90s full-motion video Absolutely. games. Yeah. And, they, and, and full-motion video was showing off the hardware that was coming out at the time, and a lot of that hardware is never made it, man. Hmm. The 3DO never made it. The the Atari Jaguar never made it in cartridge or CD hmm. run form. One thing yeah. I'd like to talk about, not today, but in, in, in a future podcast, is why the Dreamcast never became what it should have become. Oh, that's a big topic, man. Right, that's a big topic. Because the like, Dreamcast... Well, <clears throat> I'll say this about the Dreamcast. I, I think everybody that's ever experienced the Dreamcast or was around when the Dreamcast was, was, was a thing... It was ahead of its time. It's a fantastic... It's, it was, to this it, day, it, it's a it, beast. It, it's one of my favourite systems, but it was ahead of its time. The controller was amazing. I, I think the controller... That's Tomagachi that you could stick... You're talking about the VMU. I think the VMU's fantastic, but I think the controller was shit. Yeah. Oh, the, it was a bit <clears> big <throat> and chunky. and but it, It's not a good controller. Yeah. But the, the VMU was a, was ahead of its time. The VMU was fantastic. The I I still believe that a lot of Dreamcast games look better than PS2 games. Oh yeah, and the PS2 was competing with the Dreamcast and vice versa. And um, I just think very very long story short on that, and I do want to go into mm. detail on that another time, but we want to wrap this up. The 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 cloud the storm cloud of the PS2 was always descending on the Dreamcast. Mm. The Dreamcast came out in 1999, and from the fucking moment the PS2 was a thing, 
and rumors were circulating about, oh, it's got this thing called the emotion engine. And that's this, it. The, you know, the, the, and, the, and the that marketing was, got that it. That was bullshit. Yeah, the, the emotion marketing. engine was yeah. bullshit, right? Yeah. It was no... It, There's nothing special. There was no, it was just... A no, thing. no magic source. It was just what they called the, the CPU they yeah. stuck in it. There's nothing right? magical about it at It all. wasn't that cool. And, <clears throat> you know, the PS2, in a lot of ways, the, the jaggies mm. that were present on the screen, it didn't look as good as Dreamcast. Dreamcast was amazing. You know, Soul Calibur, Mate, we which was a launch title. Slammed. Still, if you load up Soul Calibur it still today, looks good. it still looks the shit, right? And that's why the 90s is one of my favorite um, decades of mm. gaming because it started off with the cartridge games of the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo. And which then it turned into... And then it ended with the Dreamcast. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Fucking amazing. I don't think we'll ever see, and I don't think we have seen since then... The diversity of change that in happened games in the 90s. that happened in the nineties. You know, you had full motion video as a thing. You had cartridge games at the early part of the decade mm. as a thing, and you ended it off with a Dreamcast. It's you a know, big, I it's, a, it's a big decade. It's a big. Yeah. It's a big, and you had the PC as well, really kicking gear too, with yeah. Wing Commander and all. You know, all all the FPS games on the PC. We could go into that. All the or, you know, you started and we will off, at some point. I mean, yeah. we started the, the decade off playing Zelliard. We we're talking about it early. I was playing it before you, you know, got here. Exactly. So Zelliard came out in 87 in mm. Japan, but it was 1990 in the West here in, in this part of the world. And it was a PC as only game as far as I'm PC aware. PC DOS, MS-DOS ne- game. Never got a remake. Should get a remake. Oh, mate, I'd love to. I, a, I'd love to spend time doing it. Bit of a Zelda clone. Yep. Bit of a... Um, uh, a bit of a... Book of Ease or a, uh, Ease game. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you've never played Ease, but I've got the. Book I know the game. I know the series. I've got, I've got yeah. the Book of Ease um, one and two on a Turbo Graphics sixteen that I bought from the US. Mm. Uh, actually, a Turbo Duo. I mm. bought a Turbo Duo, which has got the CD-ROM component. I had to buy that from the US because the Turbo Graphics sixteen was released very, very briefly here. Yep. It didn't take off, whereas in America, North America, it, it had, went off. It, yeah. A well, bit. it had a presence. Yeah. It had a presence. I don't think it ever mm. really was the front runner of, of the console war yeah. um, at that time. But it, it had a presence. Here it never had a presence, really. And it never had a chance. And mm. so we never got ease, mm. right? And so Zelliard was our ease. It's such a great game. Right? Zelliard was our, um, I guess if you're a PC player, it was our Zelda. Mm. We were playing that you know? quite later on as well. Yeah, 90. Yeah. We played it in 1990. yeah. Because that's when it came out, and we we played. That when, was when did of, the song "I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt" come 1992. Because we were still playing Zelliard when that song well, came out. I don't out. know where you fucking pulled rem- the shit out of your ass. No, man. Because I remember listening. What's your obsession with that? Shit? No, no. Because I remember on V. It used to be like on the top hits on VH hits or whatever that fucking uh, show. VH1. Yeah, we used to watch that show in the on a, on a v- Saturday. Uh, v- what was it called? No, it wasn't VH1. It was. V- Right. Uh, video hits, video hits, right? Video hits, and yeah. that song used to always come on, and we would be playing Zelda. Well, that was okay, not Zelda. You mean Zelliard? Zelliard, sorry. Well, that that was nineteen ninety two, but I would argue we were playing that in nineteen ninety. Yeah, we're because, still playing it because yeah. that was one of the very first PC games mm. that we that we played. Oh my god! So so here's the thing. So we had all those Sierra games. Yep, we talked about that last week. And on top of that, once we'd finished our Obsession was with Sierra on Sierra games. Well, they stopped making games. Well, they stopped making games. But once we'd gotten our fill of them, because there were so many of them, we we discovered Zelliard, mm. and Zelliard was a very small game. I think it fitted on one five and a quarter inch yep. disc. It's very small, so it was less than one point four meg. Mm. I think it looks it. I, yeah, it's, oh, <laughs> mate. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it never had. 
this is the thing. It never had VGA support. It only nope. supported EGA. Mm-hmm. So it only had 16 colors on screen yep. at the time. And it never got a remake. No one fucking talks about it. There's a couple of nerds on YouTube that talk about it. And God bless them because it's a fucking great game. Yep. And it's a game that um, I think really got hidden by ease. Mm. So if you're in North If anyone America, wants to remake it, by the way, hit, fucking hit, do it. hit us up. I'll, I'll put in some time in, into that. You? How can you remake it? I can code. That's what I do. You're a fucking nerd. I'll fucking remake You're the shit You're a bigger nerd than I am. Unity. We'll do it in Unity. Oh, Anyone wants geez, to do that, fucking bring it on. I don't any of this shit. Yep. But it was a big game. Well, for us, it was a big game because, like I said, we didn't get to see Ease on a Turbo Graphics um, 16 or a, or a Duo because I, I, I have since, like I said, imported the mm. book of Ease 1 and 2 and I've since played it on my Turbo Duo that I imported from the US and I can understand why people talk about it because mm. it, if I transport myself back to those early 90s and played that game, fucking fuck. It's a legit game. Oh, it's the shit. Yeah. It really is the shit. Mm. And it is superior to Zelliard in a lot of ways. And it's also, too, if you were a kid that never had a Nintendo and you never played Zelda, mm. it's your, it's it's your, it's your game. Zelda yeah. game that you never had. Yeah. Right? So I really would love to see a Zelliard come back. Um, but it kind of got swamped as well because... Full motion video hit everything, man. Mm. It, it was a tidal wave. It was a tsunami. It hit. Well, you got to do the, do the comparison between Zelia, which is 1990, to fucking Wing Commander. You, you can't compare. You them. cannot compare. They're not even the same genre. Though. I mean, it looked retro back then. It did, right? It was, it was very. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We because we had that VGA monitor. Mm. I really wanted to play games that supported VGA. Yeah. And because it didn't support VGA, mm. I wasn't. It wasn't. I what pulled me through that game was its, was the gameplay. Yeah. Right, that's how good it was. Because other other than that, any EGA game I saw, I went, "Oh fuck this! It looks yeah, shit." The game, right? the gameplay was outstanding. Yeah, the, the gameplay, time. but it was mind that, you, we just tried to play it then, no, play and it, it was uh, running a little bit fast. It was quite difficult. Yeah. Did you get it from GOG? Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's just um, it wasn't GOG. It's uh, Abandonware. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's totally yeah. free now. Okay. But it's worth checking out if you've never played If you've never it. played Zillia, it, do yourself a yeah. favor. I'll put a link down uh, on the YouTube. It is, for me, it's one of those games that I always remember from my yeah, childhood. It, it had that being genres. said, I reckon we need to call time on this bad boy because I'm busting for a Yeah, piss. I'm done. I'm wrapping it up. So we've we've covered a lot of topics today. We've probably bored everyone shitless. How long did we run for? Oh, about long. an hour and a half. We're done. Thank you for your patronage again, or two of you that have listened. This has been the Invert the Y podcast. With me, Retro Dan, and Jason Relaxation. And I tell you what, next week we'll go down the mists of the retrodom again. I took you very, very far. I reckon we focus 1979. I reckon man. we focus on uh, on the Dreamcast next week. I'd be keen for that conversation. I would too. Dreamcast it is. Until then, all two of you that are listening, thank you very much. And thank you, Mum, for sponsoring this and for making the fairy bread. God bless you all. We are out. See you later. Ciao.